two guys, one blunt. Back yeah. again. What's up, folks? How's how? everybody doing? Mm. Comment. Tell us how you're yeah. doing. If you're liking what we do. We missed you. Follow us on Instagram at two guys one blunt. On SoundCloud, it's soundcloud.com slash two guys one blunt. And comment. Let us know if you like what we've been putting up. Like it if you like. Um, show us some love. And you got any questions? You got any comments? You got any fighting words? Yeah. <laughs> any vo- fighting words. vocabulary questions? Any vocabulary words? Any, anything that you that you want us to uh, touch a little bit more on, or specific more subjects more that you want to hear us talk about? Anything you want us to touch? You let us know. <laughs> And it shall be touched. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so I was thinking the other day, as you do, um, thinking. I was thinking, and I was like, yeah, "I work at a weed shop, right? I don't know if you've heard of this." Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And some some people smoke so much weed, so much weed. I'm I'm, I'm like, they really do. They're, Puts they're, your your own consumption. Different. In perspective, huh? Yeah, it's different. It's different, and things are different. Weed is different than, like, when they did the old studies on how much weed it takes to kill you. Right. Stuff like that. So. Yeah, certainly people growing a lot more potent flower in terms of THC levels at a regular, you know, it's mm. very, very readily available. That mm-hmm. would have been, it was, it's been exponentially more available since Sensi has become a thing. Yeah. And then not to mention the science distillate. I didn't know what distillate was three, four years ago. I, you know, in terms of cannabis, especially like right, no, no clue. And now it's everywhere. Everybody knows what distillate is. Yeah, well, most people know what distillate is, and that's ninety nine percent pure THC. Exactly. Yeah, isolated THC that usually goes into either edibles or vape carts. Um, and I think that's probably why people know what it is, because vape vape carts have become such a common method of cannabis delivery for people. Mm-hmm, exactly. Most most people who aren't already smokers but still want to inhale, they're they're gonna vape. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna suddenly start smoking. I think. So I'm trying to think of basically how how can we die? How can <laughs> we die smoking uh, weed? Uh, well, I mean, you make a good point. It's certainly. A lot more likely on things like high amounts of concentrates. Somebody right? comes into the store like, "What are you trying to feel today?" I don't know, man. I just want to die. I want so much weed, I could die. I just want to die. Like, uh, well, all right. I recommend that you have you tried intravenous uh, <laughs> distillate. Hot dabs. <laughs> intravenous hot dabs. <laughs> That's that's gonna that's gonna get you there. That's where you get Jesus Christ. Gonna get you to the end of the road and over Ooh. to the other side of the gate. Uh, yeah, honestly, that sounds like that could do it. No, but it's true, right? Because we always joke about uh, what's the old joke that people say about weed having to fall on you. Yeah, yeah, right. So they would be two ha- two tons. I two think tons. it was. You have to smoke like two tons in a hour or mm-hmm. i don't know it, it was it's something physically impossible but let's right. go off of that very rough math um actually you know what let's 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 look that up just the ld50 the ld50 of for cannabis 9. which is already based on a flawed study 
Ooh, let's tell me about that flawed study while I look this. Uh, that's the study of. Oh, I'm the, now I'm not going to be able to cite the date or oh, <laughs> the specific study, the date, no. but it's the it's a study that involved basically gassing monkeys by making them smoke copious amounts of marijuana while in an enclosed space with a mask on so that they didn't have any way to breathe any oxygen. Oxygen, 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 and oxygen, oxygen, the fatalities and all the the kind of extreme things that happened due to this study they made it seem as if it was under normal circumstances but essentially what they were doing was gassing those poor monkeys with suffocating them yeah suffocating exactly exactly suffocating those poor monkeys with uh, uh with smoke smoke, smoke smoke and so all the all the negative feedback was from straight up asphyxiation and you know inhaling carbon carbons versus uh oxygen. 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 oxygen oxygen so what i found is that a smoker would theoretically have to consume nearly 1500 pounds of marijuana within about 15 minutes to induce a lethal response wow yeah that's physically impossible <laughs> but if you took that 15 pounds and concentrated it 1500 15 sorry 1000 wait yeah 1500 pounds 1500 just under 1500 pounds it's a lot of ounces so, but then if you concentrated that, if you turned all that into some type of hydrocarbon extract. Yeah, this was in 1988. I imagine the weed was, or the cannabis was 10% THC. I think that's being pretty generous. That's generous, yeah, for so sure. So let's multiply okay. that by 10. So we're at 150 pounds of distillate in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's more than I weigh. 150 pounds, yeah. I'd have to smoke my body weight of <laughs> distillate. I'd have to somehow ingest my body weight of distillate to reach the LD fifty of a failed of a of a poorly carried out yeah, study. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. All right. It's let's see. Distillate is transdermal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to get it on your skin. It's <laughs> true. So I could jump into a, a pool, a pool a, of, a of distillate. <laughs> I think and we're die. something. It would be like the Joker. I'd come out like the Joker, but it'd be your own Smilex. What if I come out with like? I hope this isn't like insensitive. Uh, what if I come out with like just dreadlocks? Like <laughs> just come out and I'm just like dreaded out. <laughs> wow, like uh, some sort of Rasta Obelix. Yeah, you know the Asterix and Obelix no. French comics. No, uh, there was a character. Well, the two main characters, Asterix and Obelix. One of the characters, Obelix, is this big, rotund dude who's literally drawn as like a ball with feet and a head. But he has superhuman strength. And the druids of this French village where they're from, they concoct this brew when they go to fight other tribes. It's, it's still in like old times. So there's like, you know, there's warring between villages and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And with um, like the Caesar's minions. <laughs> Anyway, he fell in the vat of uh, brew as a baby, so he already has superhuman strength all the time, which the others only get when they drink the brew. So he's not allowed to have the brew. 
yeah, what ever in the comic. What, what happens? He goes happens? berserk. He goes like I'm berserker mode and just fucking flattens everything, including structures and you know, it's like it's a comic book. So yeah, it's they made it. They adapted it into like a French animated cartoon, and there was even video games on Nintendo and shit. What was it called? Asterix and Obelix. That sounds the, really familiar. I yeah. think I'd recognize. If you saw a picture art. of the of the the two characters, you'd probably recognize it. Mm. So anyway, that, you could you could be the obelix. All right, so <laughs> a, a Rasta get obelix. Me, get me just a drum. I just need a drum. A large like drum. A Fifty gallon drum. Is that appropriate? Fifty. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Is that one of like the big oil ones? Yeah, that, you know what you know, I'm imagining. You, you have in half where you would have a fire in it or something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The hobo fire drum. Give me one of those cans of dissolute. I'm going in. What else can I do when I'm in there? Give me some suppositories. Oh my god. <laughs> Give me some uh, fast action distillate suppositories. <laughs> this is yeah, intense. I, mean, I don't want to even actually. You probably, think about what you this know, would if you're like. submerged in distillate, you probably don't need the suppositories. It's probably working its way in there. Yeah, you're probably right. Just in case, though, I would like to <laughs> at least get something holding the orifice open. <laughs> Some if, kind of just uh, anal speculum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just to make sure. What are we talking about? <laughs> okay, so you could jump into a drum of of THC distillate and and maybe and maybe, maybe die. Maybe. Okay, dude. So that's if the first person to die from weed, that's the that's the news report that we find. Like, and so and so jumped into a tub of. Shouting two guys, one blow. <laughs> <laughs> made me do it. They made me. Oh, God. Well, maybe, we'll, you know, we'll, that'll be the infamy that we need to propel us to stardom. Yeah, that's that's going to be it. That's people, I'm sure right after that dreadlock comment, too, that's really going to oh, yeah. bring the fame. Haters get in the comments. Jeez. Lovers get in the comments. Mm-hmm. I follow an Instagram called uh, White Rasta Pasta. Oh and it's gosh. like is it is it as uh as potentially offensive as it sounds um i don't know it's it's definitely making fun of white people with dreadlocks oh, it's just, okay it's, that's funny <laughs> i mean yeah i get it there's this misconception that dreadlocks are an exclusively uh you know west indian or even african or african-american thing but there's many examples of dreadlocks across cultures yeah it doesn't really matter where your hair is from you've you've had ancestors ancestors who had dreaded hair interesting yeah i have no natty idea. hair natural exactly as in unwashed for 700 days Damn. i tried consecutive really not not to have dreadlocks i tried no. to just not watch so just to for not a very watch. long time uh, how long did you go? It was embarrassing. I tried that no shampoo thing. It was, it was not pretty. Turns out you have to have a declarifying shampoo. But all oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely rather take a bath in THC distillate. Then, yeah, use the. Uh, I wonder what that the, would do to your what hair. What was it? D D what shampoo? Declarifying. Declarifying shampoo. I think. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. But yeah, man, I'm just still visualizing how horrific that death would be. If it's like a, imagine if it's like a slow burn. Seriously, you know, like you're slowly just burning all over. Or what if the psychedelic the effects just you just start like getting high, 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 
Like, what if it's what if it's simultaneous? Well, I've always wondered that about like the famously immolated monk or the self-immolated monk in Tibet Square. Mm-hmm. Um, same same type of honor, you know. Same type of <laughs> honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm doing it for science. <laughs> Sploosh. Like oh. Um, uh, no, I meant in terms of the the maybe it's a psychedelic rush as well. Like at that point of burning, that when the, when the overall burn gets that intense, maybe the body is just like, okay, here you go. Here's all the DMT we we got. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. Like okay, you you clearly decided on this. Like this was intentional. You're you're here now. You hit the button. You hit the self destruct button. Like yeah. and you and you held it down. Yeah, yeah. You held it down. No, there's no going back. Like it's spongy. The self destruct button is spongy. That's the thing. You can press it and let go, and it'll spring back. Mm-hmm. But if you just hold it there for long enough, yeah, you'd... that's the DMT depressor. Mm-hmm. That's the secret, folks. If you're trying to have a near death experience, you're not going deep enough. Jump into a vat of distillate. <laughs> that's how you do it. I mean. We can't necessarily advertise that as a near-death experience. That may well be a full, slow-death experience. Man, I, I was not expecting to actually have a convincingly... I feel like that's pretty... It's doable. It's ex- Yeah. It's doable. Was, that's the thing. It's gone from being something wildly impractical to... But that... I can't... Okay, let's, another instance. How in the world could you inhale that much? You'd have to be subjected to the same type of thing that those monkeys were. But maybe they just did it in a nicer way. So they just put you in a room. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Uh, I've seen some dads sucked online. Sucked out all the oxygen. I've seen some dudes online that might be able to pull it off. I saw this one dude. <laughs> to make it out of that room? I don't know. I had this thing with big dabs. There's this YouTube video, the dab gauntlet. Have you okay. seen that? I mean, I've heard of. I've I've seen I've seen the thing you're talking about, where people are taking ridiculous amounts of concentrate. This one dude takes like 21 dabs in a row or something. It's it's wacky. Sunglasses on, no reaction. But uh, there's another one. This this dude's like 65, 75. I don't know how old this guy is, but he's just repeatedly just like chaffing down a bong load of hash oil just like over and over again like for minutes and like just doing that makes me lightheaded you know just doing that yeah, with yeah, normal yeah. breath so this dude is like yoga breathing <laughs> right. dabs like some serious breath work so i mean the, we're talking about rate of evaporation so is it capacity. maybe not possible through inhalation for somebody who's that much of a jedi yeah, because is that the thing that they tested the LD fifty through inhalation, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is not through an edible dose or not through edibles. or skin absorption in the example of yeah, the I think an edible dose is out of the question because one hundred fifty pounds is like you know your your stomach will save you a lot a lot of damage and then your liver too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True, they're gonna just malfunction <laughs> way before you could ever get to that point. Yeah. Hmm. Folks, what do you think? How can you think of ways to die with THC? Yeah, tell us your novel ways that you think you might be able to die now that you can buy weed in such concentrated forms. You think you can outdo the distillate tub? I I hope you can. That's, that's a stupid idea. You, please nobody try this if you have access to that much distillate. I'm sure there are people who do. And Man. Don't be a fucking idiot, please. <laughs> Just... You know, distillate is is for use in 
measured amounts as it's being administered these days yeah i don't let's, like let's, it. let's let's keep it that way i mean yeah that's a whole separate discussion about <laughs> the fact that we don't I don't like it we don't fuck with distillate right i don't like it we don't fuck with carts that use distillate i mean I if do. we can avoid it yeah there's some it's like you know it's like science yeah I, I mean, just I vape nicotine extracted nicotine juice. Oh, that's that's just you, bro. <laughs> not no longer on that train. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess if you vape the nicotine juice, then there's probably more questionable things in the filler there. Than, yeah. Than oh, anything yeah. that you got in in leftover cannabis distillate. terpenes and cannabis distillate with CO two seems pretty safe. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. If you hit it with a hydrocarbon, then you have the whole polarity thing. But CO two is uh, that, that action. Somebody described it to me as it like it's like passing through all of the molecules and like grabbing the THC on its way mm-hmm. and then like keeps going. Which is why you have to do the whole terpene thing separately, right? With yeah. CO two. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm sure there are plenty of people who have perhaps pondered on the same subject as to how to die on weed <laughs> what a what a wacky way to start this podcast huh? yeah, I love it well so if you were to die on weed which strain would you which prefer? strain would be the last strain that I would choose which strain would you prefer oh if I'm on like weed death row or something yeah. and they're like pick your poison yeah um, that's a tricky question man I would probably want some demented cocktail of like all my favorite strains or I don't know if it's going to be a torturous experience. Does it even matter if you're going to, if you're going to enjoy it? Like blue dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah just Execution by blue dream. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty horrific to me. As you know, I'm not a fucking fan of that shit. Um, shout outs to all the people who like blue dream. Cause it's a very functional strain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear you. I just, it does nothing for me, unfortunately. Ooh, he's better than he's better <laughs> than Blue Dream. <laughs> no, just not not attuned to it, I guess. You know, I'll no, flip it folks, around. I'll put it on me. Maybe he hasn't had the right one. It's the most counterfeit strain, after all. Maybe he just hasn't had the right. Yeah, uh, is it though? Like that mm-hmm. profile is uh, is kind of a giveaway. I feel like even when people have crosses of blue something, it's pretty easy to tell if it's Blue Dream or Blueberry mm-hmm. that they're talking about. But you uh, got to know what it is to know what it is. Right. You have to know the smell in the first place to be able to pick it. Mm-hmm. So you, maybe you've just never had the right blue Ooh. dream. It turns out it's his favorite strain, folks. He found out the day that he died. Blowing my mind, y'all. He's just like, wow, I love this. Yeah. I've been looking for this one. That would make it doubly horrific if I like thought I was getting the blue dream that I didn't like. And then it suddenly, like as as this death experience is slowly reaching climactic point i'm like oh shit this is actually nice (laughs) (laughs) that would suck (laughs) i mean the whole the whole thing would fucking suck but it's poetic yeah it's poetic in a way what would be your strain (laughs) um shoot i think i feel like sim like just for uh like symbol sake a sativa <laughs> you know like uplifting instead of i you know i feel like instead of sedative to the diablo point of death. og <laughs> hit me up with that some king uh, louis Ooh, actually like we could go there like 
lamb's bread. Mm. I'd like some lamb's bread before I died. Yeah. Last supper. Back to the uh, the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. But I think right now, maybe some like some of that gelato, some really good gelato. I could go for a nice smoky, minty gelato. Go out in Santa Claus's cigar lounge. Mm. That actually doesn't sound too bad. Nice little dessert finish. Yeah. Finish a long life of illegal weed. You know what? Like, even if you just had a regular death, I, I hope I would be able to take it like that, where it's like, you have X amount of time to live, and let's assume the diagnosis is correct and there's not too much that can be done about it. I just, I hope I could just have the equanimity to be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Let's dude. go cigar lounge it up with my favorite strains. Mm-hmm. Give me a. I'm going to roll blunts the size of my arm. Give me a tub of distillate. <laughs> yeah, let's fix this cancer or whatever the fuck is killing me. Uh, distillate bath so you said gelato like the strain like uh like the 41 or the i honestly think by the time i die there's some super fucking gelato hybrid because like right now something better than gelato like uh fucking i had some pie face pie face shots to the speed racers in the background yo 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 (laughs) Pie face? Mm-hmm. Pie face OG? The rosin? The one from Field? A native flower. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did tell me about that. It's in the crazy-ass container that looks like a girl's uh, moisturizing cream. Yeah, exactly. It's a nice paperweight. <laughs> a huge package for an eighth. I keep my coins in... You could probably fit, like, a half ounce of flour in that pretty easily. But the Pie Face OG yeah. was this recent strain that you liked. Uh, what's some other some of the good strains that we've had? I mean, I, I always say Billy Kimber. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I've mentioned it before when we've talked about strains previously. That's just really reminiscent of the original idea of what OG was, that minty, piney, gassy OG. Yeah, maybe 2019 will be the year of the Kimber. Maybe, man. Garrison Lane are, uh, you know, always putting out excellent quality product and... As we know, that speaks for itself. At the end, at the end, the cream will rise. I got some once on a rec, a recommendation from a bud tender, Mm -hmm. but I haven't seen it since, and I think they mispronounced it. Like, I didn't know what the fuck it was. I did not (laughs) believe them at all. Yeah. Some Billy Chamber. They probably said Billy Kimber, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, what? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Billy Crystal? Okay. Right. Do you mean Phyllis Diller? (laughs) (laughs) That's a strain I've never found. Phyllis Diller. Yeah, that's a, a one that's supposed to be like famously giggly. Whoa. But I've never really come across funny. it. If I create a strain, it's going to be Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Bill Murray doesn't have a strain, huh? Why not? Somebody must have like a, a Murray OG mm-hmm. or a Murray Hayes. That'd be dope. He's more of an OG guy than a Hayes guy, but I would, I would, I would uh, wager... I think he's a Northern Lights guy. I'd say Ooh, yeah. Murray Lights. <laughs> Murray Lights. Makes it sound like it's a beer or a cigarette, though, <laughs> almost. Northern Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Groundhog. Groundhog Day. Should we call Groundhog Day? Groundhog OG. Makes you feel like you're constantly having deja vu. Dang, that's a nice one. I like that. Yeah. What else have we tried that we like uh, these days? 
What are the what are the what do you think are gonna be the hot strains? Like how Purple Punch was last year, how uh, I want to say GMO a little bit was last year. Yeah, that was. I'm surprised that Nate that took off with that name. With the, I, yeah. I was always nervous. About well, it. everybody would always say AKA Garlic Cookies, and I'm like, well, just run with Garlic Cookies. Is garlic really more off-putting than GMO to people? Apparently. Yeah. Well, do you like Kim Dog? I do like a good Kim Dog. <laughs> Fucking. Talking about strains you like. I love a good chem dog. Me too. Or that cat piss that like, you know, very like like sour, acrid. Yeah, that stuff. I'm a cheese man. We we gave a nice shout out to we cheese. Did. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm a cheese man. Don't, don't see don't see cheese around here much though. No 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 cheese in Cali license. Some UK cheese in Desert Springs. Oh, that's what's up. Maybe you yeah. gotta go. Maybe you gotta go deeper in. They got some good strains out there. That's where candescent's growing. Like the Desert Hot Springs, I think it is not Desert Springs. I don't know. It's that's Our, Weed City right now. So, are candescent sticking with this whole cruise and a number thing? I think so. That's that's how they're going to be strain agnostic. They just <laughs> they just released the vape line, same concept. And it makes really? even more sense with the vapes, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It, and it caters more to that type of customer, I think, with mm-hmm. the vapes anyway. But. I mean, that's a good move. Congrats, Candescent. So do you think those strains will become big? I can't see people getting into shit like that, though. Like, oh, man, I love the Cruise 207. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, it's just it's clunky. You it's, know? I, it's, it's not... It's almost Apple. You know what I mean? And mm. You lose functionality it's, it's, for Yeah, it's shooting for that target, really. Yeah. Yeah, but it's something, it's like, it's not that complicated. That's the thing. It's mm-hmm. a strain name is not that complicated. Right, right. And it, it does have a weight to it. It has a history in, in most cases. A strain name mm-hmm. makes, I mean, what's in a name? But at the same time. A lot of the times a marketing tool? Yeah. Oh, man. We've it's, seen that a lot. Like like uh, how um, you've mentioned the, the rebranding of Purple Punch because it's been so played out in the yep. last 12 months or so. I've seen some LA Punch. I've seen some uh-huh. Grape Sorbet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen a couple. And you know it when you see it and you smell it. It's it's definitely Purple Punch. Yeah. In the same way that I think Blue Dream gives itself away and Jack Herrera gives itself away mm-hmm. when it's involved. Mm-hmm. So does Purple Punch. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, I hope to see more uh, more cookie strains. I feel like I've been seeing animal mints quite a little, quite a lot, quite a little, quite a lot, quite a little and a lot, quite a little and a lot. Um, speaking of which, that's what I'm uh, currently enjoying. A little animal mints. Animal mints, and that's a cross of animal cookies. So that's a cut of cookies, and then it's back crossed with, is it fire OG? When you yeah. Look at the lineage? Yeah. And that's already. Oh no! Sorry, it's crossed with Fire OG. Fire OG has been back crossed into itself till the point it's stable. Mm-hmm. Three times, right? Three times, triple distilled, <laughs> like a Smirnoff vodka, <laughs> like a heavy hitter's cartridge. Do you think you could uh, do an ethanol extraction that would lead to death? Like if you made a uh, Green Dragon that was potent enough? Well, the ethanol would kill you before mm-hmm. anything else. Yes, very true. Very true. Scratch that thought. <laughs> Not sure why I'm still on the topic of cannabis deaths. It's a uh, good, it's a fun one. Cookie strains, man. Yeah. I mean, that gelato. And I'm not even necessarily talking about Cookie <laughs> Fam. I'm talking about, like, the Girl Scout cookies and the various cuts. and The OG Kush Durban Poison F1 Derb 
question mark question mark child mm-hmm yeah I'm all about it I've smoked some cherry pie cherry pie OG I, I, I know what that looks like yeah looks like that I looks don't like, think I could pick that out it looks like Girl Scout cookies to me oh, like okay dense little purple nuggies so it's it's that's the parent that showed through more you feel it's got to be unless they unless it's some fluke you know unless it's just some like renaming of the actual Girl Scout cookies <clears throat> it's not high in THCV though huh Durban poison is supposed to be high in THCV and that's what I've heard yeah <clears throat> or at least when grown well and that that would make Girl Scout cookies a sativa hybrid also which it definitely isn't mm-hmm it's for sure more on that sedative side broad leaf drug <laughs> if we're supposed to be going away from using indica and sativa I like it I don't know though I I I, I feel like the terms help people to identify things in a way that's quick enough that is practical mm -hmm. I think we need to do a better job of elaborating what they should mean perhaps exactly maybe the definition is what needs to change I think that's why the terpene the emphasis on terpenes is important we can just sidestep the whole thing and just be like this one's myrcene dominant with a little bit of linalool this one's terpinaline dominant with alpha pinene backing it up Oh, and the nomenclature doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Indica sativa doesn't matter anymore because it's the terpenes causing it. If we can just identify the effects from the terpenes and just talk about the terpenes with the terpene content being available. Yeah, I think st I, I heard like two years ago that Steep Hill were already trying to do this, trying to figure out various concoctions and how they worked. And obviously there's companies like uh, Dosis that have, you know, uh, specifically tailored formulas with ratios of terpenes as well as cannabinoids although theirs are botanically derived not cannabis derived mm -hmm. um, for those of us who prefer the cannabis derived terpenes yeah um, so it's not it's not that it's a a problem to do it that way but it's I feel like a we probably need to educate people about what those terms should mean and maybe that's the entry point into getting that specific about terpenes and leaving indica and sativa behind but i'm sort of envisioning more of like a transition out of using those terms instead mm -hmm. of just being like you know what we're just not going to say that anymore and you're going to have to now understand all these different terpenes which you know ultimately we're just learning about the true powers of them themselves exactly. talking about that green fire earlier mm -hmm. by all intents and purposes and everything that we know from previous understanding that should have been very indica feeling right because of the amount of mercy in there mm -hmm. and you said that when you looked at the terpenes you found alpha pinene was the second most prominent and that seemed in my experience and apparently yours too yeah. just totally Null, nullified any myrcene like it, it I was I would have bet money that it was just all limonene in there you right know? which begs the question like is it the pinene nullifying the myrcene is it the thing about those two terpenes in those ratios together like 
Now it's trying to figure out the or was mass there a of that. third and fourth terpene that I didn't exactly. even pay attention to? Exactly. But the alpha pinene was remarkable. It was the second most prominent and in like higher than I'd seen in any of the other strains I've been looking at. Yeah, and as as we know, the effects of that to be more on the sativa side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a quick side note: that cool article about supplemental LED light. Uh, affecting terpene growth or terpene synthesis. I don't know. What Where did we see that? It was on the internet. Just an article that uh, was saying that certain terpenes like nerolidol and bisabolol, I think, were Is that improved. How you say that one? I, I guess I never, so. I never knew how to say that one. Yeah. Um, improved by LED supplemental lighting, which is really interesting for us terp heads. Like, it's interesting to know that you can affect that with supplemental lighting. That's amazing. Why yeah. would you not do that? <laughs> right, right. Um, but in terms of sativa and indica, and then getting into terpenes, I think uh, we can start sort of in the candescent way. Like this strain's going to be an uplifting, creative one. This one's going to be relaxing, but not too sedating. Mm. You know, just describing it in terms of effect. Right. And not worrying about indica sativa, just trusting the bud tender to have an accurate knowledge or maybe be able to translate indica sativa hybrid. Well, let me put it to you like this then. How easily do you think you would be able to let go of the knowledge of like somebody being in possession, a store, let's say, being in possession of one of your favorite strains, fresh batch, mm -hmm. and you know it through the strain name, you, that's why you know and love it, you know? Um, if that. If you didn't have that association through the name, you know what I mean, because of your experience and whatever with the strain, would it be just as easy to form an attachment to a Cruise 207 or a Calm 415 or all the other various blends? Are they blends as well or are they are they specific? They're specific strains? I think they're specific strains. So it's single strain, but they're not using a strain name in the traditional way. Exactly, but they do differentiate between strains you know it's mm -hmm. like this one also calms you but this isn't the same strain as 207 right and i think that's part of the problem is like they're isolating they're they're limiting their customer like if you fall in love with 207 and it was just a sourced batch or a one-time run right they don't know if you're ever going to come out with it again and but you're depriving them of the opportunity to know that it's blue dream yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, like, exactly. You can be smoking that anywhere, you know, find another good blue dream. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's a problem, depriving, you know. Because there's strains that I just know when I hear somebody tell me like, hey, such and such place has this or so-and-so has this, this strain. I'll just be like, I need some, you know. Yeah. It's just like instant because mm -hmm. of, and that's due to an association that I have with it. And like the strain itself lets me know what I like about it and what effects I'm getting from it. So there's something about that, like trying to pass along the idea of having that, intrin that intrinsic knowledge from your own consumption habits that I don't know if you get across in the same way. Mm -hmm. Like are people gonna journal stuff? I mean, look at the, look at the craft brew market. <laughs> Do any of those it's all about marketing too like that's the fun it's it's not just it doesn't just sell because it sells it sells because it makes it fun and like an experience and like a collectible sort of thing you know it for almost, sure it's a commodity 
Hundred percent. A strain name commoditizes or commodifies it. But we also are sort of in the position where we can tell, like, oh, somebody just renamed this purple punch, as opposed to, you know, actually had something yeah. that was unique or whatever. And that makes me mad. <laughs> I wish y'all wouldn't do that. <laughs> but um, it is ultimately. The only, one of the only advantages that you can have if you're a different distributor or a different cultivator of it, like you kind of have to figure out whether you need to use the marketing tool that is using that name or, or that is like you have to distinguish to get your own niche. I just realized I can't wait till we start getting like corporate, corporate strain names. Corporate, 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 really? Like, uh, wait. Like candescent being the strain name or something, and, like something like that. Or Medmen, like, Omnicroft. <laughs> you know, oh, like, oh. Like Unilever. Really, yeah, exactly. Fucking just craft just, with a K, not with a C. And no, like even more, uh, just like new corporation words like Synergon. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Like like made up stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it just has that like gross new or not that gross like corporate vibe. Like, really cold and lifeless corporate. Religious. <laughs> just like basic like new pharmaceutical like pharmaceutical cannabis strains like. I mean that's what you have in uh, in Luxembourg and Holland and Belgium with Bedrocan, and now Germany I think too. Uh, yeah, sad and the eggs. names names are like that, and I think in Israel too, the names are, you know, weird kind of like, either statistics or, <laughs> yeah, they've got some sort of like they're named after the the ambiguously named corporation that owns the company that grows the flower, if you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. the chain all the way to the top, like an Altria or whatever, because you know apparently we're gonna be getting those. Marlboro Greens sooner rather than later. I'm very, very stoked about that. Give me some CBD. Give me some Marlboro fucking browns. Dude, give me some green fire. Give me a 20-pack of green fire for my daily grind. That's that's a, that's like a money. Dude, That that's the chest strain. That's what I've been saying. The chest strain. Like that, that alpha pinene and the short-term memory loss. Like Doesn't happen. And the concentration, I, I, feel, I feel like, wouldn't have been affected. I can't really remember if I was trying to concentrate on anything particularly, mm-hmm. but... Um, oh no, that's the short-term memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got away with it too if it weren't for them pesky kids. <laughs> yeah, you know. And other such well-worn cliches. <laughs> what other strains um, could pop off this year? There's still most of the year to go so this is ambitious at this mm-hmm. stage but we're putting our balls on the table yeah you know i feel like i feel like gelato's getting played out i feel like cookies are getting played out like, you know people are people do you are think Sherbinsky waited too long to jump into the pool mm, no that shit's fire yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and he's gonna keep pushing the fact that those are gelato genetics mm-hmm. and know? he he was there when that shit happened yeah i believe he was largely responsible mm-hmm. banana a couple of others banana was popular last year oh, like, like an OG banana yeah there's a lot of banana OG and I hybrids try one or two banana cookies 
banana cookies that I did not come across yeah. I think I came across a banana OG perhaps even from Henry's I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it might have been that had a banana cookies from Henry's um, yeah, we had Tropicana cookies from them too I saw I in banana OG in my experience is it's always like high 20s I've seen a couple into the 30s so that's the reason it's been so popular is because that banana OG tests really high like every single time right always has a high THC expression mm-hmm. so it's going to be winning a lot of contests and stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly pleasing a lot of high tolerance smokers that's why I like the Billy Kimber I mean I don't consider myself a necessarily high tolerance smoker going back to what we were saying at the beginning about how people smoke a lot of weed mm-hmm. and when you work at a weed shop or you work in a weed job uh, or in the cannabis corporation uh, if you prefer that term uh, I'm not trying to be pejorative by using the word weed Hopefully nobody decides to be like, I right, should really be calling it cannabis now. Yeah, 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 I do most of the it's time. It's not marijuana, at yeah, least. Yeah, I mean, it is a weed. It, it does fall into the family of weeds, so technically I'm not incorrect. Um, but I'm aware that there's a negative context to it. Anyway. Um, yeah, Billy Kimber. The Billy Kimber, yeah. Uh, I think it, it satisfies that daily smoker I would say maybe not high tolerance maybe daily smoker somebody who's, who's looking for that a good OG feel you're gonna get that mm-hmm. it's got the classic OG feel smell punch all of that I think you know maybe OG as as the rest of the country legalizes cannabis too I think OGs are just gonna blow up cause that's it's all, already a thing you yeah, know when people ask you for Colorado. the kush you know, on the East Coast. That's true. I guess that's been that's been happening since the 90s. Well, that's kind of what I was going to say about gelato as well. When you were saying you felt like gelato's kind of getting played out, I'm like, well, is it too good to get played out? You know, not like too big to fail, but too good to fail. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, cookies. Like, we're we talking about which co- strains are going to blow up this year, and we've already mentioned a bunch of cookie strains we encountered last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just keeps... It stays around because it's so good. Like, it, you know, those genetics stay in the in the pool of commonly consumed cannabis because it's true i mean that's so the future good. it's so good it's like skunk and haze you know like that right. was in every first second generation it's like everything is cookies and everything is og everything is cookies and gelato yep that's what we have to look forward to for sure yeah i had some amazing chocolate boysenberry from Ooh. cream of the crop though shout out cream of the crop always doing a good job on their flower that's I wish I want this to year this year should be the year of the chocolates man like I I'm love, down like I'm, chocolate tie derived mm-hmm. that's, that's where it's from fuck yeah supposedly our generation missed out <coughs> on, the, on the best of what that strain had to offer so <coughs> this one somebody close. manages to bring it back around that'd be great this one smells like a dark chocolate bar with it does some black raspberry filling it does yeah I felt I felt that kind of note from it like a bitter dark chocolate bittersweet mm-hmm. bittersweet dark chocolate yeah like really. a 70% like maybe mm-hmm. Madagascar fair trade <laughs> I could smell the fair trade on the boysenberry yeah I'd say 80% that shit it smells dry in like a good like a coffee yeah it's like very chocolate coffee yeah which I've recently discovered is kind of the only coffee I really like the darker co- chocolatier nuttier coffee mm-hmm. not so much about these floral single straight single origin ethiopian yeah, things yeah. That everybody's into now 
they're too they're too racy for me man hmm. yeah yeah the light roast i think to keep it floral it's a light roast and the light roast has more caffeine it fucks yeah. you up definitely <laughs> people love these pour over light roasts that's it that's it ham for them that's me dog i don't know what the what the cannabis equivalent is i feel like the peak maybe the puffco peak uh, echelon of concentrate consumers yeah yeah and if that's they're like not espresso. careful they that's might be espresso. Uh, yeah they're just fucking sipping espresso all day though they're treating that shit like a pacifier they're pounding espresso they're pounding <laughs> they're espresso sipping it. they're just yeah. shooting espresso like exactly like they're on a mission people do that too espresso shots that's beyond me but god bless ya. you know? like several in a day just like a like a whoop just a little oh yeah shot just get espresso. it over with yeah <laughs> yeah I prefer mine diluted with milk just a little bit, maybe 50-50. Yeah, at an event I was at recently, I had some Vittoria coffee that was made with uh, almond milk, and mm-hmm. they would froth it into a cortado. That shit was mm-hmm. great. Dude, that's my shit. Vittoria cortados is what got me into espresso. Oh, nice. Shout out to Hermano's coffee that no longer exists. Oh. Yeah. Do they have any other outposts around here? No, never again. Shit. But Victoria Coffee does, and Oatly Oat Milk also does. That shit is amazing for cortados. Yeah. Better than almond milk, better than soy milk. Fuck all those nut milks. Oat milk is king. At least Oatly. They probably put a bunch of carrageen in or, you know, some Right, gel and gum or something. A gummy gum. Some guar, some gum Arabic. I recently learned you're not supposed to eat that stuff. I always thought it was kind of benign. (laughs) <laughs> of course not yeah what's benign thc distillate isn't benign anymore. <laughs> i was just gonna say <laughs> like cbd um oh yeah but even that isn't apparently there's some studies that show it like stupidly high concentrations in the same way that the monkey study was done mm-hmm. oh yeah 2000 milligrams to oh problematic the cbd yeah. dang i mean I know 2,000 milligrams is no problem, which is nice for schizophrenic patients. That's that's becoming like an average dose for CBD because it's so harmless. and Well, it's such a weak molecule exactly. in isolation. It's not very potent. Yeah. It's a magical molecule, but it's not a strong molecule, mm-hmm. especially when THC isn't present. Think of it like a little fairy, just small and... Very fragile, but so magical, and you just have to believe. And well, then who's THC in that metaphor? Um, it's got to be like just like a straight up wizard. Like yeah. that dude fucks you up. Like he will put you under a spell. This but dude is tough. In the context of health, I feel like CBD is the heavy lifter, and THC has mm-hmm. its benefits. Yeah. But CBD oh, yeah. has a wider range. The of wizard it. could heal you, but it's going to be intense. But the CBD guys just totally. Uh, benign or totally like like a fairy godmother yeah just like a little happy little fairy that just heals you all the time but THC is like oh welcome to my and you're just like trapped there for a week might appear as hypnotoad yeah might appear as Gandalf I'm thinking of Merlin from the ooh the sword and the stone yeah yeah nice wizard reference yeah. that's a good wizard he's definitely yeah. on the good wizard uh, have you seen the original wizard wizards from like the 70s it's an animated cartoon no, that shit is great too <laughs> big or up wizards some Zelda like some chic 
Sheik from Zelda type of wizard. Witch, perhaps. Gerudo. Hi. We've got a we've got a guest on the show this evening, ladies and first, gentlemen. First guest. I'd like to introduce you to Champa the Cat. <laughs> right on cue. Right on cue. And they say they didn't have any microphone training. <laughs> yeah. Well. Also, hottest man, I can't think of any strains that are gonna pop off this year. It's it seems to be the same, but I know there's one I'm missing. I thought of it earlier today. I think we might we we might see it uh around four twenty. We might have a better idea. Yeah, of I think what that's strains fair. are really because as we know, that day gets really hectic if you work in the cannabis industry. Yeah. And I'm sure we will see, we'll, you'll be able to get like a clear picture of the places carrying mostly the same stuff because that's what's being demanded mm -hmm. or that's what's hot or that's what's harvested. Exactly. <laughs> it may be all or any of the above. <laughs> um, dope. I think that's us for another week. Hell yeah. I'm just going to quickly say shout out to everybody who's been listening. Thank you. And keep listening, please, if you like it. Let us know. Like it on the Instagram. Like it on the, on the SoundCloud. Give us those clicks. Give us those little dopamine bursts so that we know we're doing good. We love you. Yeah, we hope you love us back. We'll be back very soon. Two guys, one blood. Goodbye. Doctor. 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 doctor.